Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. No captain of the ship today or for the next two weeks. It's just the lieutenants and the commanders, which is Jamie Foxx and myself, Mark Kramer, along with John Tabor. We'll be here to uh, the captain is, has uh, taken his ship over to Hawaii for two weeks. For he's his, on the big island. Yeah, yes. for his basketball camp. So he's roughing it for, excuse me, for a couple of weeks. So we'll be here holding down the uh, ship instead of the fort. I don't know, uh, Mark. I think uh, with you and I in control, it's it's a little more steady ship. When Terry and I are together, it's like uh, he's captain of the Titanic. But uh, <laughs> we'll navigate the waters today the best way we can. That's right. We'll be here on the edge for the next two weeks as Terry has gone to Hawaii uh, for his uh, yearly basketball camp, the Flying Hawaiian Basketball <laughs> Camp. So uh, we're glad to be here with you. We'll be here, as I said, we'll be here with you basically to the end of the month. I think uh, Terry gets back on the 29th of June. So uh, we'll be hanging out here with you from 9 to 10 o'clock every morning. We're our title sponsors, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe. The best pet care anywhere on the planet. Phone number is 318 345 4545. And, of course, uh, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. And Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and Company on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. And uh, we'll be going out there pretty soon. I know you guys gave me the invite. I love the spicy Italian sausage at Pie Works. Oh, indeed, yes. And, uh, of course, Terry is addicted to the Parmesan peppercorn. He drinks it by the gallon, and uh, <laughs> it's absolutely. And if you like a craft beer or two, Pie Works can uh, feel that desire as well. Well, Jamie, I want to get off, start off this morning um, by kind of uh, banging on some of our own people. Okay. And that is, uh, there's been a lot with, with a lot of things culminating at the end of the NBA playoffs. Uh, you got the College World Series, the, the Super Regionals ending. College World Series starting uh, this past uh, weekend, and then you had the U.S. Open. Uh, there were a lot of takes that I had uh, from that, and uh, want to emphasize too: you can get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line, whichever you prefer, at eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We want your always want your thoughts on things, so give them to us in whichever way you feel comfortable. But the first one I want to I want to start out with the NBA Finals, uh, or how it en- not how it ended, but the media stuff after that. You know, it seems like everybody feels like nowadays that they have to be the one, especially in the national media, whether it's somebody that covers that particular team on a regular basis or some national guy it may be a blogger uh it may be somebody that writes for one of the the big networks or yahoo or msn somebody like that 
but they all want to seem to like make some kind of name for themselves by throwing something out there and see if it sticks or putting something out there that they just kind of make up out of thin air to see if uh, it grows any legs to it. And, you know, I always wonder about how do these guys, in, in some instances, how, how much are these guys really held accountable for what they throw out there? And the first thing that I'm thinking of is, LeBron, is of course, LeBron, you know, okay, Cleveland lost, so, you know, LeBron James wants to gonna up and, you know, is tired of the Cavaliers. And so the first thing I see the very next morning after the end of the NBA Finals is LeBron, is LeBron going to the Lakers? What? LeBron going to the Lakers? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, okay, they lost, so now he's all of a sudden unhappy about it and wants to leave. Yeah, I think, um, you know, they obviously uh, Akron being his hometown there, close to Cleveland, uh, is he really in that big of a, of a hurry to move? Um, he's 32 years old. Um, you know, when he left to go to Miami, that left, of course, he and I think Dan Gilbert didn't, uh, didn't exactly exchange Christmas cards that year. Um, it got ugly. Um, he was redeemed when he came back and, and won the championship. And now, uh, you know, again, got him to the finals. Uh, the argument, I guess, can be made if the pieces can be put in place around him like they are in Golden State. Can they make a run? It's going to be tough. I don't, I don't know if anybody's capable of knocking off this Golden State team for the next two to three years. But um, it's almost like – I agree with you, Mark. It's almost like there's uh, – you know, the, what is the term used now? Fake news? Yeah, <laughs> fake news. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, people scoff at it because, you know, the president has made more of the fake news than than anybody kind of calling people out. But it's true. It's, even in sports, it's true. There are these guys that continue to just throw stuff out there. If If I came on or you came on or we both did, if we both ran off the rails today, as you were saying earlier, uh, about uh, steadying the ship say you and i just ran off the rails today and we wanted to say something that we thought would catch a lot of listeners and i said something just threw something out there maybe about a local coach or a local team or a college or something and it just flat out wasn't true or hey did you hear there might be a rumor that you know coach so-and-so might be going so-and-so or or you know somebody maybe that's up for a job or something but we knew for a fact that it wasn't true and we just threw it out there we would be held to the fire to the nth degree here may even lose our jobs uh, at that point when is the national media very seldom gets their feet held to the fire there's been a lot of stories and news that has, quote, broken in the last two or three years, especially, where it's later have been proven to be false information. Some of it was damaging to teams or people. Some of it wasn't. Some of it was just kind of random stuff. But still, the point is that the national media, some of these people that put stuff out there that was not true, that they knew wasn't true, that hurt some people or hurt careers or relationships or whatever, these people never come back and apologize. 
and they're never made to apologize. And the people they work for don't do anything or discipline them in any way, uh, you know, to make it a deterrent to ju- to continue to just throw stuff out there. Well, at the risk of sounding like two grumpy old men, which, you know, obviously we are, uh, but there's a difference. We, we admit it. Um, the thing is, uh, Mark, I think nowadays um, we, we do, unfortunately, live in a me society. And there's a number of people out. I think you mentioned it, uh, people just trying to make their next move. Uh, Aaron and I talked briefly before he left about, uh, you know, there's no loyalty uh, anymore. I mean, everyone's trying to, to make their next step move up in an organization or move up in the in the media and uh people's lives and and how it affects them be darned i mean they're it's uh it's really kind of uh you you leave people what you don't realize when you say something that is false or ahead of the curve you you uh, have a tendency to ruin people's Mike. lives or at least derail their career and sometimes that's what i think that bothers me the most is like you said there no one seems to care let's go to the washita valley credit union and mike from monroe joins us good morning sir Hey, how y'all doing today? Doing great, man. What's on your mind? Oh man, I'm listening to you guys talk about you know the you know I mean the the with the media you know back when when we were young it was called journalism, sports journalism, or just regular. They don't call it journalism no more, I guess. Well, in those like days, Mike. Else. In those yes, days, so Mike. Well, I was going to say in those in those days, Mike. To your point. Uh, you know, they pretty much had hard and fast rules, and this was this came from the top, and that's why I mentioned these people's employers. The employers, of course, it was mostly newspaper in those days and some magazines, but before they printed something, they had to have at least two confirmed sources to be able to actually put something in print, and that kind of stuff now has just gone out the window. Yes, it's the it's the what say, it's what sales it's the what ifs. And you could take a what if, and, and like, you know, like with sports media and uh, just regular everyday media, you could take one thing that what we call, let's not even call it a fake news, let's just call it a tall tale, like Paul Bunyan. Now, you may have to explain to our younger listeners who Paul Bunyan is. <laughs> oh, the big tall guy with babe the, babe the bull and the whole nine, Paul cutting down everything. But it, it, it ripped me when I was listening. It ripped me to me when I was in high school. One of my buddies, we were waiting at the bus stop. One of my buddies had a, a butterfly knife. You know, if, you know how to, you know, use that butterfly knife, click, 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 all, you know. And he did it in front of a student, a female student, a girl, like, you know, trying to impress her. And she wasn't impressed. When we all kind of laughed as, as friends, by the time the school was over with, you took that tall tale, whatever the tall tale one person said, he had stabbed the girl. The girl had stabbed him. You know what I'm saying? Like every class period. Did you hear? Did you hear what happened at the bus stop? He was doing the, you know, the, the butterfly knife. And he stabbed himself in the head. So it, it was laughable for us because we were there. We knew the truth. But it's just, it's just, it's just a point of how you can take uh, something and abbreviate it and just change it. And, and it was, it was just rampant. It was people fed off of that. So that's what fails. It's tabloid. It was sales, and it's, and it's really got something to do with the consumer. If you actually believe it, you know, and I guess these younger people believe it. You know, what if LeBron goes to L.A.? And that's my team. You know, I would love to see LeBron in L.A., but I'm not. I'm, I'm just want. I just want my team to be have a foundation, just like the uh, Golden State Warriors had a foundation before Kevin Garnett got there. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want as a personal fan of the Lakers, but. 
do I believe it or not? That's up to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that, but I'm not worried about it. But I'm, I'm not uh, for two or three million people who actually get caught up in that stuff. Yeah, we are in a society now that is how many hits do you get? You know, everything is... If something goes viral, well, this had this many hits, this video had this many hits on YouTube, or this website or this blogger had so many hits on his uh, on his uh, piece about something or whatever. And that's what now is gauged by whether something is, is successful or not is, well, how many hits did it get? Doesn't matter whether it's true yeah. or not. It's just like you said. It's a kind of a sensationalized thing as to well, how many hits did it get? Yeah, and who knew that? Who knew that he say she say was going to be a billion dollar concept? He say mm-hmm. she say. <laughs> we should have cast head on that a long time ago. No question about it. And uh, of course, now you've got uh, and it's the thing about it, Mike is. And, Mark, is that the problem is there's ramifications now that I think it, because of social media, because of all these means of communication, uh, people's lives, you can't recover from that. And it even when it's he said, she said, um, you become where, you know, you've got, there's no such thing as plausible deniability anymore. You can't, uh, you're guilty now until proven innocent. And, uh, yeah. again, you spend, you can spend your entire rest of your life trying to clear your name and, uh I don't know. I think it's too much too soon. Um, give me the days when you I mean, maybe people spoke face-to-face and you didn't have this kind of problem. But anyway, I could be uh, I, I could be wrong, but uh, I don't think I am. Well, I miss Howard Cosell, and, and uh, I think it's Dick Schaaf and those guys. I miss them, but, you know, I, I, this is part of certain changes. And you do have uh, real reputable journalism guys out there just kind of – you got to weed through all the mess a lot of times. Yeah, you're right, and it's unfortunate that the uh, that the guys that are just throwing stuff out there kind of tarnish the image of those guys that you're talking about that are still trying to actually do legitimate sports journalism, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's sad, but and, and I, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, I get I start looking at come on now, I know, well, let me change the cartoons or something, at least, you know, that's really fantasy. <laughs> I just, you kind of get fed up with it a little bit, man. Mike, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you calling this morning. Stay with us all week. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, have a nice day. Thank you, Mike. Let's go ahead and take our first break here on The Edge. Just a reminder that GB Cooley reminds you to support a worthwhile cause in the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be right back here on The Edge on ESPN 97.7. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Come on to the Louisiana Peach Festival, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. The fun starts Friday at noon, lasting through Saturday night. And expect all your Peach Fest favorites, including an antique car show, parade, and dinosaurs. 
Plus, music by the Chiwis Friday night. Then dance the night away with Uncle Cracker on Saturday. See you at Louisiana Peach Fest, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. Presented by JPS Equipment. Visit louisianapeachfestival.org for a full schedule. Presented in part by grants from Experience Ruston CDB and City of Ruston. The Louisiana summer is upon us. Kawasaki. And nothing says summer like a Kawasaki jet ski watercraft from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. The waterways are waiting, but the savings won't. Right now, save $1,400 on remaining 2016 Kawasaki jet ski watercraft and save up to $1,000 on 2017 models. Summer fun starts with McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. 2016 MSRP is $15,299 plus DDR and $375 destination charge. Kawasaki. Hey, are you ready to buy a new truck? Well, here's a great opportunity. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro announces closeout pricing on all remaining 2016 Ford F-150s, and they've got a good inventory in stock. You've been hearing about the new F-150 Raptors? J. Mallard has them, along with the all-new high-performance Shelby GT350. Come see them, and don't miss this chance to save big at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. JMallardFord.com. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Mark Kramer and Jamie Foxx here with you. We'll be here. We don't, we, we did do, we didn't do our usual disclaimer, uh, at the beginning, Jamie, about the fact that we are much less charismatic, if none at all, and not very controversial, uh, like Terry Waldrop. So we don't even we don't even attempt to get to to his standards of controversial and charismatic. So we just want to we always make go, that yeah. disclaimer when you and I are doing this doing <laughs> this show together. Let's go back to the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline and appreciate Mark hanging with us through the break. Mark, what's up? Talking about the, the dearth of fake news and, and people who spread it, you know, I, we live in a salacious society, no question. And if there wasn't a market, if there wasn't a demand, if people didn't want to hear this type of stuff, then people wouldn't offer it. You know, it, it's uh, the chicken and the egg, which came first. You know, people want to be the first person to tell their buddy, hey, did you hear that? And it's some, you know, incredible story. But, you know, I I said a long time ago, you know, just because people have a keyboard and Internet access doesn't mean they should necessarily share their opinions with the world. I think you and I have actually had this conversation before. And we have, and 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 I, I go back to that. You know, if, if people didn't gobble this stuff up as soon as it's thrown up and thrown out there, then after a while it would go away. 
you know, I've, I've been a journalist for for 30 years, and, you know, first, for, for years, it was, you know, well, you're a member of the liberal media. And, and now, you know, we're all painted with the broad brush of the taints of fake news that taints what I've chosen to do as a profession. And it's infuriating, but I also realized that if people didn't, if there wasn't an appetite for this type of stuff, might go away. Yeah, and that's why I mentioned the thing, the the, uh, the first section that I was going to get to was the thing with LeBron James. I mean, it was the very day after the finals. And, you know, first of all, you know, from a practical standpoint, what do the Lakers have to offer LeBron James that he doesn't have now in Cleveland? Would be my would be my first thing. Why would he go to some place at 32 years old, a team that's worse, way worse uh, than you know? He's not in the rebuilding mode, you know. Right. But and yeah. and and, and, a, and so why even? First of all, that's not even plausible. Second of all, why would somebody just go ahead and throw that out there? What useful purpose does it serve to throw that out there the day after the finals ended? Like. He's that's what he's doing at home is going, okay, well, we lost last night, so now let's let's see he's sitting down with his wife and family and okay, where can we go uh this you know, starting today, where can I go uh that I'm gonna have a better chance to win? Well, you know, you could go to Golden State. <laughs> You'd probably have a much better chance playing for Golden State instead of playing against them. But uh again, the point is like you were saying about being a journalist for so long. Our people here, for example, our listeners, they hold us to the fire pretty well. You know, if I yeah. say something and I don't say everything that's perfect, you know, sometimes I'm I'm not looking on the Internet for stats. Sometimes I, I pick a stat out of my head that I think is correct in my mind, but it's uh, maybe a little off. As soon as I say it, you know, I've got somebody on the text line going, hey, Mark, it's actually, you know, 25 instead of 23 or whatever, which is fine because we want to be accurate and, you know, and plausible here. But on the national level, it just seems, as you said, because everybody wants to yank this stuff in so much that these national guys can do this and get away with it, and there's no repercussions for them at all. Well, they, you know, they cite the proverbial anonymous source or anonymous mm-hmm. sources, and sometimes you got to question whether the anonymous source isn't themselves. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, and some of this stuff is just so made up. Mark, I wanted to share something with you. And I talked once before about being maybe the only two Cincinnati Red fans in the area. Yes. And I want—I started to—I tried to share this Saturday with uh, Nick Brown, but got in too late. I'm talking about memories of your sports memories with your dad. Yes. And I thought you would appreciate this. My dad, who Jamie knows. Uh, fought the Battle of Selman Field during World War II. Uh, Dad was stationed at the navigation school there, and he served with a guy whose name you'll recognize, Dave Bristol. Yes, was Dave, the manager of Reds. Before Sparky and the big red machine. Right. Well, back, back when the Astros came into the National League, Mr. Bristol <laughs> used to send us tickets to come to Houston when the Reds would play. And so I grew up a Reds fan, and and I, you know, kick myself repeatedly for not saving these things and hope that maybe one day they'll show up. 
but I wanted to be a catcher because Johnny Bench was the best catcher in the game. And I have pictures of Johnny Bench on a knee showing me how to hold a baseball. There was another picture of Johnny Bench holding five baseballs in one uh, hand. Yeah, I've seen right that hand. one. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Tony Perez, Dave Concepcion, uh, Ken Griffey Sr., George Foster, you know, and, and I'm still a Reds fan. It, it's been a long time since we've had anything to cheer about. 1990. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that we're counting or Right, anything. exactly. But because of Dad and, and his connection with Dave Bristol, I became a lifelong Reds fan. Yeah, and that's good stuff because, uh, uh, to your point, uh, next month uh, in the middle of uh, July when I take my vacation, my dad and I, my dad's 85, and um, we're going to go to Cincinnati and go to a three-game series uh, right after the All-Star break. So looking very, uh, looking very much forward to that. Thanks for your time, guys. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you, man. Wow, that's some great memories there. And, uh, of course, my favorite Red was the Cesar Geronimo, who started with the Astros. Center fielder, yeah. Yeah, he came over in the Joe Morgan trade. Which I've never forgiven y'all for. I've never (laughs) – well, you are responsible for it. But uh, So now we've identified the two Cincinnati Reds fans in the world. Right. Right. But uh, – Tell me how fast you're going to have some skyline chili, Mark. I was thinking about you the other day, thinking well, if he heads back up to Cincy, and you answered that question for me. But well, how, yeah, how quick is it going to taste? Well, we're staying in a ho- we're staying in the Westin Hotel, which is like two blocks from the stadium, because that way we can oh, wow. walk to the ball game. And uh, the the hotel, the Westin, is on Fifth Street, right across from Fountain Square, and just two blocks down from the hotel, on the corner of Seventh and State Street, is a skyline. So wow. Well, that's between us and the ballpark. So it's, we're going to get there about 2 o'clock. We'll have time to get to the hotel because if anybody knows anything about the Cincinnati airport, it's actually in Kentucky. It's not yes. in Cincinnati. <laughs> it's in northern Kentucky. So we'll go across the river into downtown Cincinnati and check in our hotel. And and uh, we like to go to batting practice. So we'll be there probably about 5 for a 7 o'clock game. And uh, before once we check in and get settled in the hotel – We'll walk down to 7th and State Street and go to the Skyline and have supper before we wander down to the ballpark. So that's how quick it'll be. be. A lot of of fun, but what a great memory, too. Exactly. So, you know, I grew up down there downtown, and so that's kind of my my area when I go go back down there. I know that all that area from childhood, so it's really cool. Um, Got a... Texts on the uh, Washtenaw Valley Credit Union text line. Thanks again for uh, Mark calling in. Uh, it seems like this is from Steve. Steve says, it seems like they just make something sensational up, throw it out there without any confirmation. Maybe in this age of technology, they feel the need to do this, whether it's true or not. People want their information now, and these guys are trying to make a name for themselves. Schefter does it a lot, it seems. Uh, great topic today, fellas. Thank you, Steve. You know, I didn't want to, since he brought it up, <laughs> since Steve brought it up, it is something to me that even somebody, and I'll call him prominent, I'll use that word, uh, a prominent reporter who is fairly well-respected uh, in Adam Schefter from ESPN has also been caught throwing stuff out there that he didn't have any confirmation on. And it's 
that part of it, I think, is nothing but competition between networks trying to be, quote, the first person that knows something or that who's, you know, now even on the strip thing down at the bottom on the trailer, if you see some breaking news that they're running down there, it'll say this story in parentheses at the end of the trailer. Uh, it'll say, you know, so-and-so did this and this and this. And then in parentheses, it'll say story first broken by Fox News or, you know, WLS or whoever. And uh, so they're having to give credit now to the whoever broke a story first seems to get the extra publicity. Well, and I think you hit the nail on the head right there when it's the first to break it. And I think that's where people are trying to uh, uh, parlay their careers and or to the next uh, rung on the ladder moving up, uh, you know, people's careers and, and how it affects them. I mean, you're, you're definitely seeing it, uh, you know, now with no attribution really having to be uh, confirmed now. Um, and this thing has been going on and on and on. And, and now it's, you know, it's bleeding over not only into politics, but as you indicated, into sports. And uh, why was this, um, you know, we're in what we call, I guess you'd call now, Mark, the silly season. Um, Summertime is when college football coaches and and basketball coaches and everybody, when kids are a little more free with their time, but um, sometimes they have a a propensity to get into trouble. Uh, Not all of them, of course, but, um, again, without real attribution, without, as you said, uh, there used to be a time when you had to have at least two confirmed sources before you could release a story. And uh, that's certainly not the case anymore. All you have to do is just with the, literally the touch of the finger, and within 30 seconds, it's out over the airway. So, I mean, uh, my goodness, we have people dying before they've died. So it's uh, it's a little disconcerting. Um, technology is great. It does uh, in, in a lot of ways, but it's also served to, I think, the undoing of a lot of people that are really an otherwise good character. We'll go ahead and take our break here at uh, the bottom of the hour. Want to remind everybody about Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane and Monroe. Pamper the special people in your life at Spa Nouvelle, 807-1060. And, of course, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber from the North Monroe Animal Hospital. And Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, and personal injury. Don't delay Call Bobby today, 318-342-1411. Jamie and I will return on The Edge right after this. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new Less Calories, Less Carbs, and Totally Crustless 8-Inch Pizza Bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-inch pizza bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Step into First Guarantee Bank and step up to Fanatical Banking. You'll feel like an all-star, whether you're tending to everyday banking moving into that first mortgage, or looking for great CD rates. Whatever your financial needs, we're always ready to help. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. 
The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real and afford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get a real Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Come on to the Louisiana Peach Festival, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. The fun starts Friday at noon, lasting through Saturday night. And expect all your Peach Fest favorites, including an antique car show, parade, and dinosaurs. Plus, music by the Chiwis Friday night. Then dance the night away with Uncle Cracker on Saturday. See you at Louisiana Peach Fest, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. Presented by JPS Equipment. Visit louisianapeachfestival.org for a full schedule. Presented in part by grants from Experience Ruston CDB and City of Ruston. Hey, folks. This is Jody Wood with Wood Marine. Come by Wood Marine and take advantage of our incredible specials on low, all-welded aluminum fishing boats, hunting boats, and pontoon boats. Get your family together this summer on a new high-performance low pontoon powered by Mercury Motors. Also, Wood Marine has a huge selection of tubes, ski ropes, and life vests for those hot days on the water. As always, Wood Marine is your go-to for all your marine service, parts, and accessories. Stop by and see what's new at Wood Marine, 600 East Georgia Avenue in Ruston or woodmarine.com. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back to The Edge. Jamie Foxx, Mark Kramer here with you today and for the next two weeks hopefully that's not disconcerting to any of our listeners <laughs> that will be here excuse me that will be here the time to pack up the wife and kids on go on vacation. yeah exactly oh those two clowns are on lag ah, come on let's let's go we're not gonna be listening it's like uh the the lead-in just now that rick diamond did said that it's that the the edge is better than ever we could come back and go hey well it's better than ever because it's me and Jamie Fox exactly. for two weeks. That's why it's. We'll just take that lead in out when Terry comes back. Delusional as usual. That's right. Exactly. We're here for the next two weeks. That's exactly right. That's just the plain and simple facts of it. Hey, we don't want to embellish anything. You know, no. we don't want to be held accountable for throwing false stuff out there. The other thing I wanted to finish on, I never got uh, past uh, LeBron again. You can get us on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union. Uh, hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Had some great texts already and phone calls. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Is the, uh, another thing about, uh, to finish with the finish up on the NBA, uh, the the coverage on the breaking news of the, the trade between 
Philly and Boston to swap the first and third pick. That was pretty crazy as well. All of the things that people threw out there uh, with when that was not only going down, but since then of what's going to happen, who's going to do what, where. Uh, there, Gosh, there's probably been 15 different stories and scenarios thrown out. Some of them are just laughable that you kind of go, oh, come on, somebody from that organization didn't really tell you that. You just had to have thrown that out there somewhere. There's no intelligent person from either the 76ers or the Celtics that would put that out there. Uh, well, and, you know, and, and yeah. one and two, Jamie, last night was one of them. Last night there was a there was a blurb on there. Celtics targeting Anthony Davis from the Pelicans. Oh, really? The Pelicans are really going to trade Anthony Davis. Come on, man. Well, I think also too, Terry. You're you know, I'm Terry. I'm sorry. I uh, had a Freudian slip there. Man, I thought um, you really loved sorry. me. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to insult you like that. Um, but uh, again, Mark, it just gets down to the point where. There's no attribution that has to be said here. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm, you look at, and I'm as guilty as anybody. You know, we get on Bleacher Report and we we scroll through the stories as quick as we can, and you got to wonder, um, number one, is somebody just making this up in order to 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 advance their career? Is there any real, uh, you know, credence to what what they're saying? And then at the same time, um, I've got to think so much of this uh, Lavar Ball, Lonzo Ball situation. Yeah. Is, is dictating the draft so much, and people really are on the edge of their seats. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you and I need to come up with some kind of big baller brand or something. Maybe you and I would uh, maybe go somebody. I don't know. If we could bring a Skyline Chili down here, we could both probably retire. But, oh, uh, yes. Well, uh, thing, point, and that was my last one, the the Philly-Boston thing and the deal with the thing I saw last night with Anthony Davis. Right. Uh, and then the Lonzo Ball thing is, is another entity within itself. See a headline. I think it was on Yahoo Sports that says um, Lakers not happy with Lonzo Ball's um, conditioning or saying basically that he was out of shape when he came in for a personal workout for the Lakers. Okay, that was the headline. So what that leads you to believe is that – the Lakers were pretty much down on him because he came in and just the drills they put him through, as the article stated, um, tired him out when it really mm-hmm. shouldn't have. That he came in, it looked he looked out of shape and was physically out of shape after they ran him through some of the drills. They felt like he was more fatigued than he should have been going through these uh, whatever drills the team put him through. Yeah, exactly. But then at the end of the article, after all of that, at the very end of the article, it said the Lakers have said that there really wasn't any uh, red flags during the workout that would deter them from taking him as the second pick. Gee, really? You, got, <laughs> you just you said got in the headline yeah. that the Lakers yeah. weren't happy with his f- being fatigued after drills. And then at the very end, it says just the opposite. Yeah, color me confused on that one because, uh, you know, you've got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar coming out and saying that uh, LeVar Ball's not good for the game and uh, maybe the Lakers don't uh, – there's a school of thought out there that the Lakers don't want to deal with uh, 
the things that come with LeVar Ball, uh, trying to dictate to management what and who they should draft and whatnot. But, uh, again, this is all – it's almost like uh, the NBA. Now, you don't think for a minute the NBA is uh, interested in producing a little drama before the draft now, do you? Oh, yeah. Um, They're trying to get yeah. the NBA, to, to their credit, I mean, you're, you're going to try to – you know, put your product out there as much as possible. I mean, they hire a lot of advertising people to and pay them a lot of money to think up ways to keep their product in the mainstream of of publicity during the off season as they can. I mean, we say many times on all of our shows here at ESPN ninety seven seven about the fact that football is now almost a three hundred and sixty five day a year thing. Uh, as far as interest is concerned, just simply because of the publicity for the draft, free agent signings, then camp. Uh, You know, right now, uh, with the OTAs and some of the voluntary and then involuntary or mandatory workouts, this is probably, the month of June probably is the, if there is a dead month for the NFL, this is probably it. Because, of course, in July is when you really start ramping up because you got you have camps that will be starting in July. So we can even say right now, hey, NFL camp starts next month for the Saints. Which, uh, and just a programming note, uh, my good friend uh, Andrew Juge, who's on with Sean uh, tomorrow on Tuesdays on the Sports Company, uh, he's going to join us on Thursday, uh, Thursday morning. And oh. we'll we'll pick Andrew's brain a little bit about uh, some say I want to uh, you know there's always just kind of normal questions you ask about the Saints when Andrew's on and stuff but I want to I want to get to a couple of kind of odd topics and pick Andrew's brain about some kind of behind the scenes kind of things that rather than just talking about free agent signings and and all of that kind of thing so Andrew will be on with us uh, Thursday morning uh, at nine thirty. So look forward to that. He's going to be on with us next week. Uh, he is making some time for us in the morning, so he'll be on with us once this week and once next week. So I look forward to that as well. Well, and, you know, you're talking about the uh, really uh, mark the 24-hour news cycle, and particularly in sports now. Um, you know, this is what you would say possibly a dead season, but I was talking to Sean last night, and that. You know, the month of July is, is, is accounted for for him. Uh, SEC Media Days. Oh, yeah. Him. CUSA Media Days in uh, Dallas, and, of course, Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans. And I said, well, when are you coming up for air? And he said, uh, possibly uh, August 1st. And, and you remember it used to be where, you know, uh, and camps really don't open until the 1st of August, but the hype up to that uh, and it, it's is huge. really – It's unbelievable. So, yeah, it's uh, huge. And then we, you know, really in the kind of the second week – of august especially here at the station we have to start doing our high school previews because uh, i think jamborees this year are in the third week in august with the uh, games starting either the the last week of august or uh the first friday in september so we've got all of that to to cover as well so this is probably the only kind of dead time if there is a, if there is such a thing uh, for the NFL. I know this will bleed over into the next segment, but my other media thing that I wanted to get to today was um, the uh, U.S. Open. I know a lot of uh, just kind of fringe golf fans uh, 
will at least watch the majors. So the majors get a little more viewership than just you know the the waste management open from you know Columbus, Ohio, or someplace uh, during the golf season. Um, so I know that a few more people watched the U.S. Open than would normally watch. If you know anything about golf, and this goes back to the again to the national media, and I know that he's pretty respected in football and especially doing baseball, and I'm talking about Joe Buck. Uh, since Fox took over doing the U.S. Open uh, from, I believe it was ESPN slash ABC, uh, you know, it's been a, the last year was kind of a disaster. Uh, and then at Chambers Bay, and then this year was a little better, but still not up to par with ESPN, so to speak, uh, up to par with ESPN or NBC's golf coverage. It's, it's so obvious that Joe Buck doesn't know anything about golf. Last year, he just got raked over the coals for how bad he was trying to do golf. But yet they bring him back again to let him fall all over himself again this year. And he wasn't quite as bad. But I think one of the reasons that he wasn't quite as bad was because they had their experts or their golf guys, which in the booth was Paul Lazinger and Brad Faxon. Uh, they had those two guys pretty much carry the broadcast, and Buck was only there to read copy for you know some stuff or to send the the uh, coverage from you know number fifteen back over to number fourteen uh, as what somebody was doing, but. I just really, uh, except for them doing the uh, laser thing where they could show the direction of the of the player's drive, which I think is pretty cool. Um, the rest of it, the rest of it, still was uh, was not what you would expect from the coverage of a major. Well, to, I guess to, to close out this segment, uh, to quote Lavar Ball, uh, I suppose Joe, Joe Buck needs to stay in his lane, right? <laughs> Because golf obviously is not his uh, his forte. Well, and I know again, I know Fox is trying to throw you know throw it out there and keep him out there uh, for something other than baseball and football. And there's a lot of people, even though he does a, a good job with those two sports uh, as a professional, there's still a lot of people that don't like him because uh, they feel like he's kind of uh, arrogant, even on his uh, handling of, of football and baseball. But I just you know get somebody that knows something about golf because it it comes it does it comes across that way uh 888-993-7762 we'll continue this after the break hit us up on the washita valley credit union hotline and text line and again brought to you by pyworks gourmet pizza by design spa nouvelle on lammy lane in monroe back to wrap things up on this monday after this Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 20% off all 17 Charger SEs. 17 Challengers have $32.50 in rebates. 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn has $6,000 in rebates. And 17 1500 Crew Laramie has $47.50 in rebates. 
Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Last call. Quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. It's all gotta go. This Monday and Tuesday, most items storewide 70% off, including rentals. This Wednesday and Thursday, most items 80% off. Friday, 90% off. This Saturday, the $10 bag sale. Take one of our bags, fill it up, and it's just 10 bucks. Hardware in the bins, reduced daily until it's gone. Make us an offer on remaining guns, ammo, and bounce houses. Last call. Quitting business sale ends this Saturday at Backers True Value in Ruston. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. How about your choice? A brand new two- or three-bedroom home for only $29,995. Our prices won't be beat at Greg Tilly's. See our huge inventory today and save thousands at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to the final segment here on this Monday of The Edge. Mark Kramer and Jamie Foxx here with you. Whether you like it or not, we'll be here for the next two weeks, along with Mr. John Tabor. We hope you'll like it that we'll at least be halfway entertaining over the next two weeks as Terry is in Hawaii with his uh, yearly basketball camp. Uh, and the Jamie, girls. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, to finish things off, I want to kind of answer some questions and cover a couple other things that we've uh, got some more good texts on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union text line. You still have an opportunity as well. We still have time for some phone calls as well if you want to hit us up that way. But uh, uh, Quint says uh, in Dotson, uh, the golf broadcast on Fox continues to disappoint. Joe Buck is a great announcer, but not for golf. That's basically what we had just said. But he also has another question. What is the strangest baseball scoring play that either one of you have ever seen? I know mine. The fun, It's kind of the, it was a very odd one. Um, it, it was more the way, because, all baseball fields in a lot of ways are are built differently 
you know, the dugouts are in a little different area. Some are above ground, some are below. Uh, fences are different. Some places have chain link. Some of them have, you know, brick walls. I mean, it's all different. I had one. This was actually a game that I was coaching in. And there was a guy on second base. One of my players was on second base. Uh, the pitcher rotated a curveball down in the ground. It hit home plate and bounced away. And so my runner went to third. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of room between the backstop and home plate. So the catcher from the other team th- real, you know, pretty much thought, well, you know, the ball's not that far away. So he didn't hustle after it because he didn't feel like my guy was going to try to run home. So the kid just kind of walks after the ball. Well, it's still rolling over towards their dugout. And so the kid's watching my runner and walking over to where the ball is. And so as he goes over there, he's still looking at my runner. Well, the ball ends up just trickling as it's finishing rolling it trickles by the at the time there was a as it entered the dugout uh some places and i know some of our listeners will know what i'm talking about uh they put a chalk line there because once it passes that line it's out of play going into the entrance say to to the dugout going into the on deck circle was the kid continues to watch my player the ball finishes rolling and rolls like two inches into the chalk and then just past the chalk line. And the catcher just walks over and picks it up, and, and the umpire's going. And this was at the end of the game. And we ended up winning the game. That was the winning run on a on a walk-off rolling into the dugout, if you want to call it that, uh, because the catcher just didn't pay any attention. And because my guy was already at third – once the ball went across the chalk line, they award an extra base, and so he got to come home, and we won the game on a ball that rolled over and just barely rolled across the chalk line in the dugout. But it was unnecessary because if the catcher had hustled after the ball like he should have, it would have never gotten close to the dugout, you know, the dugout entrance. And so to me that was that was one of the oddest scoring plays, especially to win the game uh, that I had ever seen. <laughs> so what you're telling me, Mark, is uh, after the season, this catcher uh, from the opposing team was uh, got the Charlie Hustle Award, to use a Reds analogy, correct? Right. That, uh, wasn't, that wasn't it. Yeah. That wasn't it. He didn't win. A, he didn't win the trophy for that one. But uh, I don't. I didn't see it. Uh, full disclosure. But uh, I understand uh, LSU scored a run. Oh. May have been the winning run with uh, basically on a on a walk. Yeah, the bad there. news bears play for uh, that's what I called it by Florida State three. Even though they only gave the official score only gave two errors on the play. There was actually three errors on the play. Uh, the right fielder whiffed on a base hit, and then when he went back to pick it up, he threw it. Uh, to the cutoff man around the second base area, the cutoff man missed it and dropped it, and then uh, and went past him. And uh, I think it was the third baseman came over the shortstop, came over and picked it up as uh, the LSU runner just rounded third and continued down to to home plate. And the throw beat the runner by five feet, and he would have been out by a mile. And the catcher 
brings his glove down too fast and doesn't catch ball hits off his glove and he comes down and tags the runner with no with the baseball not in his glove and he's safe and uh, that ended up being the winning run for LSU so they gave an error on that play as well so yeah uh, the bad news bears play for the Florida State Seminoles cost them the ball game against LSU so that was uh, kind of a that whole sequence was kind of odd even for a high school or a, a summer league team but for a team in the College World Series uh, just shows you that the pressure uh, can get to just about anybody. want to get real quick back to, to Joe Buck and the Fox coverage because we've had some more texts about it. The biggest problem of the whole day was after the golf was actually over and Joe Buck, his when, when Brooks Kepka comes off the green and is walking to a cart to go to the clubhouse to sign his scorecard, this girl comes running up and grabs him and gives him a kiss. And he goes, oh, there's Brooks Kepka's uh, girlfriend, uh, so-and-so. Uh, she is a was a former All-American soccer player at Florida State when, in fact, that was his old girlfriend. Uh-oh. And he now has, yeah, uh-oh, he now has a new girlfriend, Jenna something or other. Uh, and so about five minutes later, they had to kind of whitewash over it and go, when they showed her again, he had to say, "Oh well, uh, that was that was uh, his well, the name I mentioned earlier was his previous girlfriend. That was this is new girlfriend, and then he said her name. But it's uh, like Steve says, nothing like bringing up for Joe Buck, nothing like bringing up the ex girlfriend in front of millions of people. Great job, fellas, <laughs> at Fox. He's talking about. I think Steve nailed that one. Um... You know, I wonder if the ex-girlfriend was, I'm sure perhaps she was watching the match. Well, you know good uh, and well uh, that the mother, especially, because I could see mothers doing this, the mother of the girl who he used to go with calling Fox right away and going, excuse me, that is not, you know, whoever. well, and how much did he win? I mean, mother's probably uh, a two million feature. dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just just saw his her daughter miss out on a man that just made two million dollars. Uh, not to say that she wouldn't be a little uh, vexed about that, but um, anyway, I, I that's my favorite part of golf is is uh, after the 18th hole to see the winners' uh, uh, wives or girlfriends come running into their arms. Um, Heck, I might do the same thing if, uh, you know, uh, somebody just won $2 million. I might go jump into his his or hers arms or whatever and say, hey, I'm the, I'm the current girlfriend or whatever. But uh, we want to make sure we get those exes uh, taken care of and, and not necessarily bring them back into the picture because right now the ex is probably fall, filing some kind of suit saying, hey, I'm entitled to at least 40% of that cut. So anyway, um just hey, interesting coverage uh, on yeah. by Fox as a general rule. A uh, hey, big faux pas. Yes. Yeah, all of our texters and listeners this morning have pretty much uh, agreed that uh, Fox needs to do something. I don't know what uh, to get uh, better coverage of an event as big as this. Uh, you wonder if they will when the when I, I don't know how long the contract was for, but you'll uh, wonder out loud if they will uh, get it back after this previous contract is over. Well, that'll do it for us today. Jamie and I will return tomorrow on the Tuesday edition of The Edge. Thanks to all of our phone callers and our texters today. We appreciate that very much. 
And uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge right here on ESPN 97.7. Don't forget, as Jamie Foxx always does, don't live life safe, live it on The Edge. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.